What's up, everybody? Welcome to Just Friends Infected. I'm your host, Mitchell Embry, and I have COVID. At least, I think I have COVID. I'm not sure. I haven't been tested. So, last Tuesday, Sarah calls me on her drive home from work, just like she always does. She says, work was good, but she had a headache. And immediately, I knew something was wrong. Because usually when I ask Sarah how work is going, she does not say good. Normally, it would start with something like, We had X number of people die today from COVID. My patient had leaky butthole that led to a fast onset diaper rash and we had to amputate both of her legs because of COVID. Or some bullshit like that. Honestly, by then I'm usually not paying attention anymore, so it's something like that though. But this day she didn't want to talk about how shitty work had been. She wanted to talk about her headache. And I knew immediately that she had COVID. I didn't even let her say another word. I just yelled at her, you've got COVID. You can't come home. You're going to give me COVID. And then she proceeded to blame me for having given her COVID. And the next thing you know, I'm in trouble. So let me start by saying that, save the two-week period where I was forced to work from the office, I have consistently quarantined since February. Sarah goes to work every day and spends 12 plus hours with gross old people who are literally dying of COVID. There ain't no way that I gave her COVID. But anyway, I let her talk shit because she felt bad and I wanted to try to make her feel better. So I said all the things a husband is supposed to say. I was like, baby, come on home. I know exactly what to do about that headache. You'll feel better tomorrow. I bet you don't even have COVID. So she comes home. We snuggle on the couch. I offer her my headache cure, get a hard pass. We go to bed early with high hopes of waking up the next morning with a brand new Sarah. So the next morning, my alarm goes off at 7 a.m. Sarah sleeps in, which is normal on a day off. At 8.15 or so, I hear her alarm going off in the other room. She turns it off. She goes back to sleep, business as usual. And at this point, I'm still not sure how she's feeling. But I'm going to let her sleep because I'm a good husband, like we've said. And I've learned that waking Sarah up before she's ready to get up is unsafe. So at like 8.50, she comes flying out of our room like a banshee, talking about how I let her oversleep and she's going to miss her COVID test. I didn't even know she had signed up for a COVID test. I thought we had decided it wasn't COVID. Suggesting it in the first place the night before had earned me a night of thick flannel jammies and a 9.46 bedtime. COVID is a cock block, hardcore. But anyway, Sarah makes it to her test appointment. She does the test herself because she's a badass. And she gets home and we're sitting on the couch together. It's like 10 a.m. And at this point, to hear her talk, she's feeling way better. No way it's COVID. She's ready to go back to work on Friday. And I'm excited because I know she's off the next day and we had wine in the house. But the best laid plans of mice and men oft go astray, as they say, and only about an hour after she got home, she got the text message telling her that she had tested positive for SARS-CoV-2. And with that message went any chance of me seeing her naked until at least December 12th. So please pray for me. That was four days ago. So as you can all imagine, I'm having a pretty rough time. Not from covid course i feel fantastic actually my worst symptoms so far have been boredom and horniness and i've got a long way to go and to make matters worse sarah has been traipsing around the house in varying states of undress for three days because she's been having hot flashes so anytime i enter a room i have like a 50 50 shot of getting snow ski sarah or only fan sarah and as you can imagine it's been rough sarah appears to be thriving So far, she's watched Wonder Woman twice, all three of the newest Star Wars movies, the live-action Mulan, five episodes of America's Next Top Model, and countless hours of chicks cutting soap with razor blades on TikTok, all while wrapped in two blankets with her hot tea, thermometer, and her pulse oximeter at the ready. Seriously, between binge-watching movies with strong female leads and taking four-hour naps smothered in Vicks Vaporub, I think Sarah may even look back fondly someday on her first time she got COVID. But anyway, we called our families and our jobs, and we let them know that we were tainted, and I called all the guests that I had lined up for this weekend and for next weekend and let them know that we would have to reschedule, and I started planning this monologue because I'll be damned if I'm going to miss another Sunday deadline. So we put this whole thing together in one day. I woke up and started this intro. Sarah stepped up to the plate, as always, and we recorded a little chat, which I'll share with you guys in just a moment. It's COVID theme, of course. Turned out great. Next week, we have a hilarious group conversation with some very funny guys, and I'm going to get started 
cleaning the COVID out of the crib immediately so we can get some cool people back in the studio and continue to churn out some more awesome episodes of Just Friends. But until then, allow my wife and I to regale you with a brief glimpse into our life with COVID-19 on the most quickly produced episode of Just Friends in history of the podcast. So without further ado, I'm excited to introduce to you guys, Just Friends Infected. This podcast should start with, my name's Sarah and I've got COVID. You're rude. So the point of this conversation, I guess not really the point, but the reason that we're having it right now is, do you want me to tell them? Well, yeah. Do you sure. want to tell them? Guys, Sarah got COVID. Oh. <laughs> Sarah got COVID. I got guys. COVID. <laughs> uh, really, you're just using me because you can't have anybody in our house this week. <laughs> so unexpected, obviously, we weren't expecting this to happen to us. I talk about it as if it's happening to me, like I'm experiencing anything at all. But pretty much the worst part about COVID for me so far has been you having COVID. <laughs> well, yeah, because you feel fine. I feel great. Yeah, I feel <laughs> well, great. Well, I hope you stay that way. I don't want you to get sick. The odds are higher for you to get a sickness from me than for me to get a sickness yeah, from you. Yeah, I think you. all the times I've been sick, I've gotten it from you. Yeah, so I'm I much more robust. I'm strong. I've got more. <laughs> my immune system is strong. What? Mine yeah. is too. Nah. No, no. I'm kicking this COVID ass. Sarah, you've been sleeping for like four days. Yeah, I'm working on kicking COVID in the butt. Yeah, I just wouldn't allow myself to get it at all. So I, so you're saying I allowed myself to get COVID? Oh, for sure. For sure, 100%. You don't get <laughs> no. it if you don't want it. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not true yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, 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 Tell yeah, yeah. the people who died from it. Why do you got to take this to that place, Sarah? <laughs> I'm trying to that's amuse where, that's the what listener. everybody's thinking. So where do you think do you think you got COVID from do you think you got it from work? That's yeah. SARS CoV two? <laughs> yeah, you got the COVID. No. You got that SAR- <laughs> SARS CoV two. Well, I guess it is SARS two, but it's yeah. Yeah, the name of the virus is SARS CoV two. Well, I mean, yeah. I've been taking care of patients with it for months now. Mm-hmm. And I've been in their rooms for, you know, twelve hours on end. Washing their butts and all sorts of things, yeah. Cleaning their like vaginas and all that fun stuff, right? <laughs> You're so weird. So other than work, be honest, other than work, who might have given you COVID? You. That's bullshit. I mean, we <laughs> both know that that's not true. You've seen some friends and who knows, who knows? They've where... had zero symptoms. I've had zero symptoms. There's been no symptoms of COVID. I've worn well, a mask I've not been around. in public. Okay, so I've not had an exposure. I get that unknown exposure. I've not known somebody to have symptoms and be around them. Mm, I know of somebody, but I'm not going to mention them on this podcast, although they're definitely not listening, whom I oh, think I gave you talking. COVID. Uh, maybe, but probably not. I think that was just a cold. And I was there also. And but I you have, feel fine. And I feel great. Granted, that wasn't two weeks ago, so you're still in the window of potentially could become symptomatic. No, nah, I'm not going to get it. I mean, I hope you don't, but I'm just saying you're still technically need to quarantine because you had an exposure so yeah, you know which is what i'm doing i have not been tested for covid because i'm just assuming that i have it even though i know i can't get it but i'm just assuming that i have it because that's the responsible thing to do (laughs) even though you know you can't get it (laughs) and uh it's the responsible thing to do so you know i don't want to put any of the test workers who might be giving me a test at risk of getting covid you know, I tested myself, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's very minimal risk, I think, to them. But yes, you're right. You don't want to expose them by being next to them. You know, the uh, West End site drive-through testing is right down the road. Yeah, I know. That's where I got tested. Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't have an insurance card. I'd have to go through that whole process of getting one and having it emailed to me. You would just pay $130. No, actually, I think the antigen test is like $40 without insurance. Is that one the least accurate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It only tells you if you have the blood antigens, right? I thought it was antibody. You keep saying no, antigen. No, it only tells you if you have the antigens. So well, it's, I, think it's you, testing, I think you're saying the wrong thing. It, no, it's testing for proteins of the virus versus the diagnostic test is testing for like genetic material. Right. But so my understanding of an antigen is like, I think they're, it's an antibody test. It's not an antibody test. An antibody test would be something that they take from your blood. They would take your blood okay. and test to see if you've built antibodies I think that's to what they that do. specific antigen. 
No, antigen tests are nasal oh, swab. Oh, so they're looking for the thing, the antigen that would cause you to release the antibodies. Uh-huh. Exactly. Nah, fuck that. That sounds stupid. <laughs> but it only takes like less than an hour to result. It's very, very fast. It's like the ultimate rapid test. So are all of them a nasal swab? Yes. Every single one. There are other tests for COVID. They, they do it with your blood. That's the antibody test, right? Yeah, or they can test other bodily, you know, bodily fluids. But uh, the nasal swab is like what they do the most frequently. Have you done a test on other people before? Yeah. yeah. So you knew how deep you had to go? It's really not that bad. How deep you really you... don't go that deep. How deep? All the way. All the way? I touched my brain. Oh, God. <laughs> how did it feel? Exciting. Really? Oh, yeah. Did you enjoy it? No, it was terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it didn't feel that bad. But yeah, so my test came back positive, and then I had to start the quarantine process. Mm. Does your dad listen to these? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. I don't know, actually. Because he had, he had a difficult time with the COVID test, right? He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he complained about it to my mom for hours. That's why now. I don't want to get it. That's why I don't want to get it. If he didn't like it, I know I'm not going to uh, like it. Well, I don't know. It's not that bad. It's just somebody sticking something up where things aren't usually there. Damn. <laughs> Sounds awesome. That's why it's uncomfortable. You got a lot of nerves up in there and you're just tickling them all. A part of me wants to get it. No. Part of me wants to get it you because I want to never... know I want to know how deep it is. Oh my gosh. You I want to know never... how deep they go. Okay, well, guess what? We have swabs upstairs. Uh, I you would just, do it for me? I can just swab your nose. Yeah, sure. Q-tips. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God, yeah, we have to do that. <laughs> that is not normal. What is wrong with you? We, you should go get a Q-tip right now and give me, give me a test. Give me a, a experienced COVID test right here on the show. I don't think that's a good idea. You don't think so? No. I still want to experience it though. <laughs> if I, you want to experience it, go get tested. I don't, well, no. Why? I mean, it's no. not pleasant, but it's not uh, horrible. How does your sinuses feel? They feel great. They feel fine. I don't know. It's everywhere else that hurts. My butt was sore today. I don't know why. Mm. <laughs> Probably because I've been sitting. That's all I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> I got that body aches. That's terrible. I don't have any of that. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I don't understand how you're not sick. I was never going to get sick. You've been around me this entire time. I told you, I said, Sarah, w when this first started coming out in January, I was like, I don't think I can get COVID. You potentially could still be like sick up in, ooh, up until, or you could start showing symptoms up until like a week from now though. Nah. Yeah, because you were exposed to me. No. No. I'm not going to get it. Okay. I'm well, not going to get you it. You probably it's already be fine. have it. I'm going to be fine. You probably already have it. You just haven't gotten tested, so you don't know for sure. No. No, I can't get it. <laughs> Are we so when they swab your nose, is it dry? Is it a dry q tip? I swabbed my own nose. When you swabbed your own nose, was it like a dry q tip? Not always, but this one was, yes. Okay. Why don't they lube it? I guess because if they lube it, then they, they got like a layer of things between you and the q tip, I guess, well, right? Well, no, I feel like your own mucus and your nose provides natural lube. I don't think you need lube. It's not like. I don't know. It's not like you're sticking it up a dry the cavity. The cotton is gonna soak up some of that mucus on the way back. <laughs> right. You're thinking about this so hard. What? It I'm literally takes 15 seconds to get. It's not a big deal. I'm about to let you shove a Q-tip in my tested. nose. I don't. I don't. At this point, I don't feel anything at all. So maybe I don't have it. I don't know. That's a little obnoxious because I'm miserable, but I also, I don't want you <laughs> to be miserable. I don't want to wish sickness on you, so I hope you don't feel bad. I hope you're one of those asymptomatic COVID carriers and you probably gave it to me. I don't think I gave it to you. I think you definitely gave it to me. I don't know where I got it, but I work in the COVID unit, COVID critical care unit, so I mean, it's that probably there. Sense. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I'm around it so much. Like, I just don't feel good. Yeah, you don't feel good. I don't know how to make you feel better. I'm bad at it. No, you're you're doing a good job. Am I? Yeah. Encouraging me to build a gingerbread house instead of sitting on my ass watching movies. I mean, that's Yeah, we've watched helpful. a bunch of movies. <laughs> we have. It's been awesome. <laughs>
I do feel a little like, oh, okay, I need to be productive. But like today I wrapped a couple Christmas presents and nice. I don't know. I'm also like, eh, it's COVID quarantine. Your life is kind of paused right now. So mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. relax. and. Yeah. You basically said your symptoms are like you have a sinus infection, right? It's like, yeah, sort of, but also flu-like. So I had the body aches and I had the feverish feeling and the chills. The chills were kind of gross. Those were awful. And then I had the headache and then the like sinus congestion. So it's like, you know, it is hard to breathe out, breathe out of my nose. And I don't know. I don't, the one thing I don't have yet and I hope I don't get is like the chest congestion where I'm coughing constantly and, you know, can't take a deep breath and shortness of breath. So, yeah. So let's tell the people a story that started on Tuesday and you're coming home from work. Mm-hmm. You had a headache, right? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, like, a headache at work is normal. That's a normal thing that happens all the time. I mean, I'm work- working in the COVID unit and I'm wearing PPE and masks and face shields and things all the time. So, but this headache was like getting worse and not going away. Even after I got home, I didn't think I had COVID because I didn't have any of the other symptoms. Which was why I was surprised when you decided that you were going to get a test. Well, I had just been around my family. Thanksgiving, yeah. Around Thanksgiving and I we had gone and seen our niece and nephew. So I felt like I would want to know so that I can tell them, go get tested or, you know, just be prepared if you yeah. get sick. But, um, yeah, so I was just trying to be safe rather than sorry. Which, I mean, you know, we did do like a limited Thanksgiving, which is good. And I wore a mask for a lot of it, but mm-hmm. it's still, you know, I didn't want to have exposed people and them not know right whether I was right. sick or not. It's like an STD, basically. COVID is like an STD. You know, if you get it and you don't tell somebody, you got to tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so that's what I was doing. So I got a test. Uh, so I went to a drive through test site mm-hmm. just because I wanted to get the results fast. I, w- I didn't want to wait three days, which, no. you know, is probably what they tell you you should do. But so I did one of those drive through well, ones. Well, you would have had to gone back to work in that three days. And, so and that you was part of it, know, too, because yeah. I didn't want to, like, have to call into work and then wait. And then I would have had to take PTO and, and I would have had to take a point. We have a point system for if you call in sick. Luckily, though, if you test positive for COVID, all that goes out the window. Because <laughs> they're more like, just don't come in, stay away. Right. You don't get any point. Right. But um, no, I'm probably only going to miss like three days of week work because of when I got my test and when it came back positive. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. But yeah, the test was fine. I got I tested myself in the drive-thru and got the results back. So go get tested if you are feeling sick. Isolate yourself. Quarantine. But so let me ask you, you have COVID, Carrie, your friend, I'm putting her on blast. She's got COVID. Yes. Lots of people I know. She also works in the healthcare field. How many people that you're working with got that COVID? Lots. SARS-CoV-2. Yeah, lots. I think in my unit, two of us right now technically have it, but I think technically, well, that we know of, I mean, they're not testing healthcare workers. Right. So there's probably lots more of us. They're not asking you to get tested. (laughs) No, they're not. Yeah. My job isn't requiring us to get tested. Which, yeah. which makes uh, sense. I mean, you don't, if they tested all the healthcare workers. They would have to quarantine all of them. And then what do they do whenever they lose that many nurses? Yeah. I think that's part of the reason why they're not testing people that aren't symptomatic. But the ones that are symptomatic, they're requesting you go home and you get tested. So, but there have been a lot of coworkers out from not just now, but from the beginning of all this yeah. until now. You said that you guys have been having people who are travel nurses come work in your all's unit mm-hmm. so that they can make up for the shortages. Yeah. Are they flooded with COVID? I saw Uncle Andy today say that we're in stage three or phase three or wave three. <laughs> wave three. <laughs> well, that's a news station, isn't it? <laughs> what is what is it? Like we're in the uh, the... Honestly, I don't know what the state is called. Surge it. three. Surge three. The third surge. I think the we're surge. definitely in the that third. That sounds like a war. That sounds like we're the third surge. <laughs> I do. I think we're in the third surge because just working in the COVID critical care unit, I've seen three different surges. This is the third. Is this the worst one? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's way longer. It's way more. Way, way longer more. is in like it's lasted longer yeah. than the last ones did. Yeah. By how much? What's well, still going on. So <laughs> how, when, when would you say the third surge started for you? Uh, I feel like beginning of November, probably, it started getting bad. Really? Okay. So about a month now. And Surge 1, how long did that last? 
a couple weeks, really? maybe three weeks. Well, that's about the same three amount of time. Weeks. But what you're saying now is we're still. We're not seeing a decline. At all? Are we still climbing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what about Surge 2? How long would you say it lasted? Two, three weeks, probably. Really? So Surge 2 was smaller. No, that was frustrating, though, about this last surge was I don't think people took it as seriously. And it's like all the healthcare workers are just screaming like, no, it's still it's still there. Like, it's, we haven't beat this. And people are just like, you know, over it because it's been almost a year now that we've seen COVID. So I think yeah. everybody just wants to move on. But it's like we're not ready yet. Right. <laughs> well, it's hard because we're not seeing it right in our faces. And like in my mind, like when I zoom out. I think to myself. You know, what is COVID doing? It's making the unhealthiest and oldest members of the human population get sick and they're dying. I mean, like, that's tragic and it's sad, especially for the people in those individuals' lives who are having to experience it. But that's pretty much what's been happening on our planet since the beginning of time. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't behave in a way that's going to try to limit the negative impacts of that, which is what. I think everybody should be doing if they're responsible. But also we do have to think about the fact that like those of us who are going to make it through this, hopefully as many as we can possibly get through it, are going to have to continue living our lives after COVID is under control as much as possible. Does that make sense? And we have to be considerate of what the world is going to look like after we get this, you know, the reins on this thing. And if we've just been shut down for like two years and nothing's been happening, like forests are going to be taking over roads. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> that sounds cool. Haven't you ever watched those shows about what happens if pl- humans just disappear? And I do feel for like the other people who are affected by this, not necessarily by getting sick, but by having their work shut down. You know, the people who work in restaurants and servers and stuff who aren't making money like that is absolutely heartbreaking and and horrible because... Obviously, that's their livelihood and whose businesses are shutting down. So many restaurants in Louisville have shut down like permanently now because like that first wave, they might have survived. But now it's just like too much. They can't they can't stay closed and stay in business. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, yeah, but a lot of people might get sick. because might yeah. And it's not even just that. It's like if we fill up with COVID in the hospital, then where do the people who don't have COVID who are still sick go? Right. They don't get as good care. They don't get what they need. Right. So. Yeah, I get it. That's where it affects everybody. You know, I forgot to take our garbage out on Wednesday night. What happened? Because I feel like. Oh, yeah. You came <laughs> home and you were like, you didn't take the garbage out. And I was like, yeah, I did. Did and you take like, it out in the middle of the night? No. I ran it out to them in the morning <laughs> in my slippers and in my robe. I knew you must have done something like that because I was like. I thought our can was going to be full and overflowing and then it was empty and I was so confused because it wasn't at the curb. But you also brought it in really early. Well, that's because I woke up, put on my robe and my slippers like a fucking Christmas story. And I was making coffee and I heard the garbage truck, the brakes. And I was like, fuck, I didn't put the trash out last night. So I ran outside, grabbed the can and I ran it down to the garbage man. And uh, this kind of takes us back to what we were talking about. He was like, oh, man, I would have walked back or we would have driven back too. you didn't have to run it out to me. I actually. Oh, you ran it down the road. Yeah, I ran down the road. And actually, (laughs) now that I think about it, I think I was barefoot because I remember the rocks. (laughs) The rocks hurt my foot on the way back. Yeah, it was, you know, I was sensitive. Why didn't you just run the grass? Well, eventually I did walk in (laughs) there. Once I got back to our yard, because he was all the way at the house at the end of the street. Oh, my. And he was really nice. He was like, man, we would have driven back to you. And I was like, you know, honestly, dude, he's like, I should have had this out here ready for you. And like you're in the out during a pandemic. Right. Picking up other people's trash. Like I've been working from home since February. I was like, let me walk. you. I, I don't mind walking this down to you. And I also was like, I appreciate you doing this for me. Right. Like because I don't have to go out and put myself at risk of getting COVID every single day. <laughs> He's probably not at risk for getting COVID either. You don't either. think so because it's not surfaces and stuff like that? Well, yeah, I mean, he's at risk of getting things because you're picking up other people's garbage. Like, that is probably a dangerous job. But doesn't, I mean, doesn't, does he have to actually lift the thing and pour it in there? He has to touch a trash can. Okay, well, does he wear gloves? Does he wash his hands? Yeah, I mean, he had a mask know. on. No. no. Yeah, that is your job. You do forget sometimes. I do, I do forget that. 
All right, ladies and gents, I hope you're enjoying Just Friends Infected so far. We'll get back to it in just a sec, but first, I have to ask you guys, have you shared the podcast with anybody recently? Have you told anyone about us? When was the last time you visited JustFriendsPod.com? That's my website, our website, where you can learn more about the show, you can listen to all the episodes, you can even buy merch. Guys, Christmas is coming up, and there's got to be someone in your life who's dying to have a Just Friends podcast three-quarter tea. And I know the only place you can get them, guys, is JustFriendsPod.com. Or you can reach out directly to me because I've got a box of them in my car. They make a great gift, make a great stocking stuffer, who knows? Get your friends something special this year for Christmas. Guys, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate the show, leave a review, mention how much you love listening to Just Friends, and of course, last but not least, if you really love what you're hearing, head over to patreon.com forward slash Mitch Makes Podcasts, where you can become a patron of the show for as little as $5 a month. It's literally the coolest things you can do. Patreon, it's literally the coolest thing anyone in the world can do. Your all support is what keeps the lights on here at Just Friends. That's patreon.com, or you can head over to justfriendspod.com where you can find links to support the show, which will take you directly to Patreon. Guys, thank you all again so much for your support. I appreciate you all so much. So now I think I've talked long enough. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, you haven't complained at all about COVID, which is driving me fucking nuts. <laughs> I haven't complained? What do you mean? You haven't complained. I was kind of complaining, like <clears throat> Wednesday, Thursday. I had the chills. Those those really bother me. You were you were you were complaining in the sense that every single time that I came to try to get attention from you, you were like, Mitchell, <laughs> leave me alone. I don't feel good. <laughs> but you weren't complaining like I would have been, which is what I would have been like, Oh, I hate it, COVID! <laughs> Sarah! <laughs> the whole fucking neighborhood would have known I had COVID. Yeah, I'm glad you don't, you I don't feel bad. <laughs> no. Like and that's why flu. I appreciate you because you're just so not even close to being as annoying as I am. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to rack up. You're just going to rack up all these wife points and then you're just going to cash them in like right at the end of my life. <laughs> Remember when, <laughs> Mitchell? Just go ahead and end it now. No. I've been, I've had to be That's married terrible. to you for the past thirty-five years. I will say, when you get sick, though, like you, you know, you're sick. Like, me, yeah. You had that stomach bug, and like you would not let me anywhere near you. That wasn't because I was worried about you getting sick. I should, no, I, I know it's because okay. you were miserable. Yeah, I was like, get the fuck and, away from yeah, me. Yeah, you just that's what I'm saying. Like I can tell, like when it's bad, or it, it might be minor. It's just you make it a big deal. Yeah. You know that I don't feel good when I don't want your attention. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Mitch has not pestered me. <laughs> What's wrong? In maybe three hours. <laughs> Man, that sucks. That just gotta suck. I just feel so sorry for you that you have to be married to me. No. And I now you have COVID. It. Now you're now you're dying of COVID. I'm not dying of COVID. And I'm just I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're sick. Thanks, babe. Yeah. I don't need you to be sorry though. That's why that's why our relationship works. Because if you needed me to be sorry, you'd be really shit out of luck. I'm on a sugar rush. Is that what it is? It's making me hot. Are you feeling good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's making for great content. Is it? Yeah. I don't know about that. Well, it's like one second you're freezing cold and then the next second you just want to take off all your clothes because you're so hot. That sounds that's what that's what you should do. <laughs> That's what I haven't. You do. I've resisted that urge. I could definitely turn the heat up. <laughs> no, in the house. That's so. Mean. If that's I'll what, just walk outside. <laughs> no, if that's what it would result in is you just throwing all your clothes off. We could pump this sucker up to seventy-five. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's yep. like forty-nine in our house all the time. That's crazy. Sixty-five. Sixty? No. Yeah. Does it get that low? At night. Oh, that's why I freeze to death. Yeah, at night I like time. it cold at night. <laughs> That's I, I run the thermostat in our house, ladies and gentlemen, because Sarah doesn't know how to use it. There have been a couple of times, though, that it's gotten hot or it's gotten cold, and you're like, did you change the thermostat? 
<laughs> like, no, I haven't touched it. Whatever you set it on. And then whenever you were going to work like a year ago, it would be so annoying because I'd be home and then it would just freeze <laughs> out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> I would just start getting so cold and I just couldn't figure out how to fix the thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny but it's, it was so mean it annoyed me so much you wouldn't even be home and I'd be like damn it Mitchell it's cold in here so hot flashes are a COVID symptom are they? is that what you're having? I'm not really having hot flashes it's more like my chills will go away and then I'm bundled up because I was cold and then I realized that like okay now I'm hot yeah but here's the thing like I'm wearing a hoodie and some shorts, so I'm not super bundled up, but yeah, I'm also- super weird combination. I'm not exposed. Well, I'm also, I'm a big fella. <laughs> I carry my weight well, but okay. I'm insulated. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm, I, I can keep the house at a solid 68 degrees Fahrenheit and, and function smooth, especially if I'm up moving around. If I'm up moving around, I might want to put a t-shirt on. You know, take my hoodie off, put a t-shirt on. If I'm vacuuming, you know, watering the plants. Especially That's crazy. If, I got a winter hat on half right. the time. So I'm saying like with you right now sitting in this basement wearing just a t-shirt. Okay. Maybe I am having hot flashes. Yeah. That's a good point. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a symptom of COVID. It might be. You think so? I don't know. I oh haven't heard gosh. that one. I'm definitely not going to get it. <laughs> Babe, you could become symptomatic a week from now. I'm just not gonna, though. That's the thing. Oh, I hope you don't. I really don't want you to get sick. Because you being sick, I've never really seen you sick before, so I think it would really freak me out. I'd rather you never be sick. Have, have I'm you saving ever it been all sick? up for the end. Have you ever... Oh, shut up. <laughs> have you ever been sick <laughs> It's going to be really together? bad, man. Uh, I felt under the weather. You know, I've had tummy, tummy troubles. There was that one day <laughs> I almost drove you to the ER. Oh, I had gas. <laughs> I thought you were dying. Oh my god. It was like the man flu on steroids. Like I thought I almost drove you to I almost made you get in my car. I was serious. I was like, oh my gosh, you need like a CT scan of your abdomen. Yeah, well it lasted for like three days. You know of all these GI things because you're old. Yep. Oh well do you oh that's right. Do you remember that one time that I was really nauseous and vomited a bunch? Oh, yeah. And, and then, then you gave, I gave that it to me. You. <laughs> and I was like sick for three days and you were sick for like four hours. You vomited like twice and I vomited my guts out for three days. It was a rough four hours, man. It was a terrible three days. I almost <laughs> went to the ER because I couldn't drink any water. I didn't have water for like two and a half days. I ended up being able to eat ice chips. And I think that's how I survived. Off ice chips? Off ice chips. I don't know if a person can survive off ice chips. Uh-huh. Well. It, I think, you know, kept my nausea at bay. For a so couple I could of days, water. I guess you could, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was a rough four hours, for real. I woke <laughs> up at like 3 a.m. I was so sick for days. And then I and just kind of so hugged the toilet you. until like 6, and then I didn't go to work that day. Or wait, no, was it a Saturday that it happened to me? It must have, because you didn't call into work. I didn't have to call into work, I yeah. But I had to go home from work early. Yeah. Oh my gosh, have I ever told that story on here? I don't know if I have. I doubt it very highly, yeah. I puked at work, and it just hit me all of a sudden. Like, I was fine, and then I wasn't. And so I, I went to my charge nurse, and I was like, I gotta go home, like, I can't do this. And so she's like, fine. Called in sick the next day, whatever. But I was driving home, and you know how whenever you have a stomach flu, or like, GI bug, and then, like, you know you're about to vomit, just hits you and you get really cold and, like, shaky a little bit because you're just, you're so miserable. That was happening while I was in the car. And I was like, oh, God, like, I got to make it home. Like, I just got to make it home. And I was driving down, came run, like, I was almost there, probably two minutes from home. And I had that feeling. And you just shit your pants. And it was like, it was happening. Like, I, I couldn't hold it down. So I pulled the car over. Luckily, it was the middle of the day. There's nobody on the road. But I pulled the car over onto a side road and like I couldn't even jump out. I don't even think I put my car in park. I think I was still rolling and grabbed a boot that was in the passenger seat. Yeah, you made me get it out of your car. <laughs> I did. I it forgot was about gross, that. gross, man. 
You were so sweet too, because when I got home, you had like the air diffuser on. That yeah, that was early in our marriage. <laughs> and you had like the heated blanket set up for me, and it was yeah. already plugged in. <laughs> I tried to be nice the other day. I lit candles. You're like, what's with all these candles? You start blowing them out. <laughs> you have every single candle that we owned. <laughs> every single one that we owned <laughs> in all parts of the house. I went into a room. Any room had two or three candles lit to the point where the wicks were gone. It was just like the candle was gone. It was still burning. I just lit all of them. That one hadn't been burning for that long. It just... <laughs> and when I walked in the house, it just like hit me. Like all of the smell, which is something else, COVID. I lost my sense of smell today. Oh my gosh. I knew the moment it happened. It was such a bizarre experience. Really? I think that's been the worst thing of this whole COVID experience. But I can go and smell that food and I won't smell anything. Or I'll pick up one of our like crazy scented candles and nothing. It's just nothing. It's the mm-hmm. most bizarre thing in the world. Cause I, and it's not just because I'm congested. Because even after I take like medicine or walk around or try to work on the congestion, then I still can't smell anything. But it's a day too early. It was way too overwhelming. I had to. I had to blow them all out. Mm-hmm. You tried, but you failed. No, it's cute. It's just I. I think I'm more of a nurturing person than you are. So, of course, I'm the one that always gets sick because. You just don't know what to do to make me feel better. No. You just don't know what to do. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I'm anxious. I'm just pacing around you. What do you want me to do? I'm like Winifred. I'm doing the same thing. Like, just walking around the house, like looking all sad and scared. I don't know what. I want to help. I don't know how to help. That's how I feel. And, uh, Anyway. Did I'm... you just have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I understand why She's that completely anxious. She's stopped worried. your brain from working. Yeah, she can definitely tell you're sick, I think. She was all cuddling up next to you in the middle of the day. That's not a winning move. Cuddling in the middle of the day is not a winning move. I know. Winnie, Winnie is like, let's go for a walk. Let's play with this squeaky. I want to chase that squirrel. She almost caught a squirrel earlier, man. She's so quick. She still got it in her old age. No. She's about it. You about about it, Winnie? Just don't climb any more trees, okay? You have this little oxygen meter. <laughs> and you have... It's called a pulse oximeter. You have a little pulse oximeter. <laughs> and you have tested your blood oxygen level because i'm curious with this little thing that you bought at walgreens i'm sure amazon yeah at least five times today yeah i mean it's <laughs> the same as the one in the hospital is the same one y'all use in the hospital well no we use ones that are connected we use like little sticker ones that are connected to a monitor but this one works just as well it's a little red light Measures oxygen saturation of hemoglobin. Right, but what are you expecting to find? Nothing. What well, what have you what have you observed? What have you observed? Have you has your blood oxygen level been low? Well, sometimes I don't think it's accurate. <laughs> so your data's shit, so you don't know. So you're just well, so you're just taking you're just doing this little thing on your finger. No, no, that's not what I mean. It's just sometimes my hands will be really cold and I'll <laughs> <laughs> I put it on <laughs> I put it on earlier today and it read my heart rate was like 37 and my SPO2 was like 59 I was like well I think I'm dying <laughs> and then I put it on another finger and I was like no I'm 98% my heart rate's like 80 so yeah because you also have Reynolds <laughs> look at you I think I do have Reynolds so yeah that could have been part of it just my circulation isn't the best yeah so, so maybe your that specific <laughs> finger was not receiving next enough. time I'll put it on my ear pause go get it no let's take it right now you go get it okay I'll go get it be right back alright so what do you think mine's gonna be I think your heart rate's gonna be like 97 ooh that seems high and I think your SPO2 is going to be also 97. All right. Full disclosure to all you guys listening. I am about to take a break to 
try to lower my heart rate so this isn't as embarrassing. No, no, no. Just put it on your finger. 38 beats per minute. Oh, shut up. 112. <laughs> 116. But I just ran upstairs and grabbed What was your SPO2? 90, 92. That's not great. Let me see it. This, this thing, so you bought this on Amazon. So? <laughs> it's probably pretty accurate. Oh, shit. <laughs> what just happened? Just put it back. Just put it back. You broke it. You're the oh first person God. you finally did it. It's not broken, is it? No. Okay. You nailed it. What, are, what is mine going to be? Uh, I'm going to say yours is going to be, your heart rate's going to be low. I'm going to say 57. And your... I think my heart rate's going to be that low. Oxygen level is going to be... 93. My numbers are better than yours. My oxygen's 98. And my heart rate's 73. I win. And you have COVID. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to get 99 on the, the blood oxygen level. And I would like to get... I'd like to get a 55 on the heart rate. This is not a game. This is not a let's try to physiologically <clears throat> change ourselves in order to match this. Right. But when I do it, I'm oh going to show it to you and you're going to have to read it out loud. Okay. Well, put it on your middle finger. Hold on I want to see Give your me a baseline. Second. Take a second. Take a no, second. I want to see your okay, baseline. baseline first. Baseline first. Do you want to know your baseline? Yes. That's pretty good. 96% and 81. Okay. 81 beats per minute heart rate. 96% blood oxygen saturation. Or whatever. <laughs> Why are you taking it off? Just leave it on. <laughs> two, re- two readings, Sarah. You're just making this. You're making this hard. What do you just want to watch it as it happens? Yeah. I don't know. If that's how it works. Is that how it works? Is this thing that accurate? I don't know if it's that accurate. Let's just take a second reading. Let's just. Let's just. Fifty-five beats per minute. <laughs> Your heart rate went up. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. I, I was ready to show off. I was ready. Your heart rate's ninety-three. Your oxygen also went up. So good job. I can still feel my heart beating fast. Put it on your toe. See what it reads. You're, yeah, you're just a, you're like a little dorky little hospital nerd. No. You, you just want to take your own temperature. I'm a nurse. <laughs> you, you, you've sat, you've sat on the couch with your little book <laughs> and your little pillows, with your little cover. Yeah. And your little uh, pulse oximeter. <laughs> yes. And your glasses. That's all my thing. And your thermometer. That's all my stuff. And you just had your little. Doop, 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 doop. You just. Bop, 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 bop. And Those you, are all the things I need. And you just watch like a thousand movies. Yes, exactly. I mean, that sounds like. A perfect quarantine. <laughs> I mean, how is it not? I'm so taking care of myself. I'm making sure I'm healthy. And I'm watching entertainment. So we've been on quarantine now for four days. What day is it? It's Saturday. So yeah, we started See, Wednesday See, you don't even quarantine. know what day it is. That's, that's what quarantine's been for you, Sarah. You've just, you've just been like shut off the outside world. <laughs> it's amazing. You've gone full on Sarah <laughs> mode. And I'm, I'm anxious the whole time because I'm like, what is it? Is she upset? <laughs> She's, she's no, been... just let me veg out. Let yeah. me watch my movies on repeat. Oh, I'll let you watch them. There's been a plenty of them. No, I need to actually be productive and do things. We should put up our Christmas tree and I will study. Yeah. A little bit. That's cool. I'll, I'm looking forward to that. That's what we should do tonight. We should put up our Christmas tree. That'll be fun. We can watch the Polar Express. Okay. That's a good one. That's or a good Grinch. one. And you want to know what? I'm going to tell the truth because there are people out there who hate on the Polar Express. They're older that's people. That's my favorite Christmas movie. See, now that is a stretch. It is my favorite. That is a stretch. It is my absolute favorite Christmas mm. movie. How old are you? 26? 27. <sighs> it's amazing. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know how old my wife is. That's how, that's how, that's the life we live. And she's <laughs> not mad about You're it. You're 31. Either. <laughs> yeah. she, she just told me how old I was because sometimes I forget. <laughs> no, but uh, I think that's just like that five year, that four or five year spans right there. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Definitely not the Polar Express. Okay, well, what is it though? Mm. The original Grinch? Original? Oh my gosh. That might be the most nostalgic one for me. (laughs) The cartoon Grinch? Yes. I love it. I love it. 
The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Yes, I know you love it. Please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. <laughs> okay, it Dr. may be Seuss. perhaps that his shoes were too tight. <laughs> Could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. But what I is think it? What's your favorite Christmas? The most movie? likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. <laughs> ah, but whatever the reason, his heart <laughs> oh, or his shoes... He stood there on Christmas Eve, hating the Who's. Are you done? Are you done? Okay, you're done now. What's your favorite movie? Probably that one. <laughs> In the whole world? No, prob- no my favorite Christmas, Christmas movie, movie is probably the original Grinch, just because of the nostalgia, and I just love it. But definitely Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I think it's the only That's movie maybe ever where the sequel was better, better than, than the original, the original and it's just it hit it came I don't know what year it came out but it just hit right in that most formative time of my childhood. It's the most Christmassy of Christmas movies. For me. I was like, or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <sighs> No, but you that's know, probably just, second. It's funny. That movie is funny, but it gets on my nerves so much. That and Elf. I cannot watch Elf ever again in my life. Elf it's came like, in late for me. Elf was like what everybody wanted to watch. I love it though. Everybody wanted to watch. It's great. It's and it great. got so old. I saw it so many times that I can't even watch it anymore. Christmas vacation is funny. I really can't stay. But it's not. Baby, it's good. cold outside. I switched the voices there. I did, did it opposite. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. Do you have a movie that you always watched when you were sick? Like when you were sick at home growing up as a kid? When I was sick at home, I would read. But one thing that we haven't brought up to get us back to the topic of COVID. Yes. Is the fact that chances seem pretty high that you gave Winnie for COVID. I did not give. Winnie can't get COVID. Based off of my Google searches, based off of my... (laughs) Where is she? Oh, no. (laughs) She did mope. She moped for two days, and she didn't want to go outside. I think it's because she knew I was sick. She would come and snuggle with me. Yeah, I think she just wanted to make me feel better. I think she felt bad. No, probably, yeah. She does that. She does that. But she didn't want to go outside. But maybe it was because we weren't doing much. Maybe it was because she does definitely mirror our energy. Yeah. Yeah. She slept a lot. Yeah, I broke Winnie pretty much <laughs> in, in my youth. You did not. I think she also is taking advantage of the fact that we're sleeping. Like, she sprawled out in the middle of the bed the other night because we were still on the couch. And I don't know. I don't think she has COVID. I think she just is mirroring us. Winnie is like, it was like my first attempt at like, what, what, what's it going to be like if I'm trying to raise something? Was Willow second? Willow was not a choice. <laughs> no? Willow was just an obligation, really. <laughs> I would never have gotten a cat on my own. Really? No. Never? Mm-mm. I thought about it one time. I tried it. Didn't work out. A couple of times, actually. <laughs> Every single time it was bad. But Willow stuck. Yeah, one time I got a cat. It was a stray. I just let it live in my house. I put a collar on it. I was like, it's going to be mine. And then I came home from work one day, and it had scratched the collar so tight around its neck that it was wheezing. Mitchell. Well, I mean, I'd been at work. So I snipped it, I snipped it off with, uh, with some uh, scissors, and some of its hair had rubbed off of its neck. And I was like, man, maybe I should have just left this cat is a stray because it probably it good lord yeah you always want to put collars on too tight <laughs> I did, yeah i did not put the collar you on put willow's collar on that. way too tight the first time <laughs> i was like so concerned you're strangling our cat her little eyes are bulging out of her little eye socket God, poor winifred that too i've had to loosen her collar multiple times Yes, yes, that's why. I don't know if you just feel like you want their heads to be bigger because you always say we all have tiny heads in this house except for you. So you just bulge them out. No, no. You put their collars on way too loose. No. To the point that they fall off their heads. No. Willow has not had this collar fall off her head. Two fingers. I can get, well, okay. And hers, I can actually 
Oh, shit. Okay, I can get four fingers. Right. <laughs> you got it on their way so, so loose. But you know what? She's finally stopped kicking her collars off, which is good. Remember when we had her in the little harness? So what do you want to do? You want to you wanna wrap this up? We've got... Well, this is what I vote we do. We go for a walk. And then I'm going to clean up the house a little bit, study a little bit, relax a little bit. And then... No, I'm probably, well, I'm probably just going to clean. I'm in a mood. I mean, I'm feeling good. I want to clean. And then we can put up the Christmas tree. Perfect. And watch a movie. Christmas movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Aww, I'm glad you're feeling bit. good. I'm glad you're feeling better. All right, let's go for this walk. You excited? Yes, I'm excited. I bet I see more cats than you. No way. 100%. No. Yes. I'm so much better at that than you. I beat you last time. Only because we didn't start counting till halfway through, and I had already seen all the cats, but I couldn't prove it to you. Sarah, you told me. On that walk, you said, I've already seen three cats. And you said, I'll give you one. No, I gave you all three of those cats. Fine, let's do it. I'm going to see way more cats than you. Yeah, she is. So for you guys who, if you're still listening to this fucking stupid podcast, we go walking in our neighborhood and there are so many stray cats that we try to see how many can count the most. What was our highest number? 11. 11? Combined between us. You saw seven, I saw four. There was one day I went for a run. And I saw mom and kittens. And I think that was like, there was like five right there. But mm. I don't think that was that day. We're way past kitten season now, though. Past kitten season? Oh, What's yeah. Kitten season? kitten season's like spring. Is well, that when Willow had hers? Um, Yeah, I think so. Late summer, maybe. Mm. You okay. know, cat's gestation is only like three weeks. Oh, yeah. I know that. We'd only found, we'd only been seeing Willow for like three weeks. Oh. Boom. She... Squeezes some babies out of her vag right onto my rug, and now she's my cat for the rest of my life. That's how it happens. That's why I said she wasn't a choice. She was an obligation. You love her, though. She's all right. We should wrap this up. All right. I'm excited. Thank you so much for doing this with me. You're welcome. I do actually think this is going to turn into something pretty interesting. I don't know if I believe you. It's going to be a little bit different. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to have a little bit of a different Mm. format. It's just going to be something new. Okay. I love you. I love you, too. Goodbye. Bye. Where's the seminar? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, there it is. Another fantastic podcast. Just friends infected. I hope you enjoyed it. Once again, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate the show. Leave us a review. Share an episode with somebody you love. Head over to justfriendspod.com and subscribe. And of course, holler at me if you want a fancy-ass Just Friends Pod three-quarter tea. They're awesome. Guys, we've got a great episode lined up next week. I'm super excited about it. It's another group episode. You know how those things are. They're off the wall. They're absolutely crazy. And hopefully Sarah's symptoms will clear up soon, and we can get the house cleaned up, and we can get some people back in the studio, and we can keep churning out these episodes. So I hope you guys are all feeling okay. I hope you're taking care of yourselves. Please remember to be kind to one another, and don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode of Just Friends. I love you all. Bye.